listening to The Bossy Type, your unconventional how-to for building a bold business or personal brand through the power of words and sometimes other creative stuff. I'm Elise, director and head writer of Bossy Copywriting, home of bold clients, funny writers and the occasional swear word. You can also find me behind the desk at Bossy Copy College, a tone of voice and creative copy course that helps new businesses launch with a bang. Every week, I'll be sharing my bite-sized wisdom and quizzing creative experts on exactly how to build a big, bold brand. So make a margarita and join me for The Bossy Type, where we make words and brands our bitch. And a quick PSA before we get started, don't forget to head to bossycreative.com to download Can I Get Your Attention, my free four-step workbook for writing an About Us page or bio that stops readers in their tracks. Hey, welcome to episode 35 of The Bossy Type. Let me start by asking you a question. Do you sign up to mailing lists? Yes or no? If you answered no, I'm very jealous of your inbox right now. But if you answered yes, my next question is, do you ever actually open the emails? For me, I'm a little bit of both. If it's, say, a shopping EDM and I've only signed up because I'm a cheapskate and I wanted 20% off a pair of shoes... I will pretty much never open those emails ever again once I've got my voucher. Unless something really grabs me when it's sitting in my inbox, chances are I will just control A and delete the lot of them. On the other hand, if it's a mailing list that I've intentionally signed up to, say a business coach, for example, I'll generally scan the subject line and decide within about two seconds whether it's worthy of my time. I'm guessing that you are probably the same. People are so brutal with their inbox and then add to that the fact that the average open rate of emails is only about 21% according to MailChimp and it is really not looking good for the contents of your email. It really all just proves that the subject line is it. It's how we decide whether that email is worthy of our time and if we're going to even look at it. So you really need to start giving your subject line the love and attention that it deserves. As you know, this month I'm stealing some of my favorite snippets from Bossy Copy College, my copywriting course that's launching early December for e-com and service-based businesses. And side note, don't forget you can also download a whole lesson from Bossy Copy College. It is on bossycreative.com or the link in the show notes. And it is a super juicy workbook for writing a creative about us page that people actually want to read. But I digress. Today we are dissecting subject lines and how we can make them our bitch. So some of you might know or not know that a subject line actually has two parts and they're both really important. So first there is the main subject line, which is probably what you know as the subject line. And it's the thing that we skim read in our inbox. So this copy really needs to just say what it needs to while also staying true to the brand voice. It needs to leave the customer intrigued to learn more so they actually click on the email and not confused about what the email is about. So it really can't be too quirky or mysterious, but it still needs to be aligned with the brand. And finally, it needs to be clear and direct without using a lot of words. You need to use simple language and you need to speak to the reader, not at them. The second part is the pre-header text or the preview text. So this is that small line of supporting copy that sits under the subject line in your inbox. 
So the preheader text needs to be still really strong and it can actually be a little bit more fun than the subject line and it can add further context to your email. So they're the two parts you really need to consider, the main subject line and then the preheader text. So just to wrap that up, the main subject line needs to be clear and direct, but also intrigue the reader to click the email and be aligned with the tone of voice. And the preheader text can have a little bit more fun and add context to the main subject or the rest of the email. As part of a guest lecture for Bossy Copy College, Bossy's creative copywriter, Anna, revealed some of her expert tips for nailing the subject line. So I'm going to share those with you now. The first one is to strategize. So your subject line needs to be underpinned by data and strategy. So Anna recommends developing an email content plan, including all of your journey emails. And if you're really new to this, then it's going to be a case of trial and error to just see what works and what doesn't. Tip number two is to know your end goal. So is the email about brand building? Is it to promote a new product or re-engage a user who hasn't shopped online? So figure it, figure out what your objective is and work back from there. And I guess that comes back to everything I'm always going on about that copywriting is half about planning and half about actual copywriting. Tip number three is to be direct, which we have touched on already. So don't overthink the copy. Subject lines are mostly function over frill and they need to give the reader a clear idea of what to expect. This is especially true if there is some sort of sale or deal that you're going to offer. The next tip is to be concise. We don't want to have the subject line going over seven words. The shorter, the better. If you have numbers, you can condense those into numerical numbers rather than the word and try not to overuse emojis. The next tip is to lead with the biggest selling point. So if there is more than one message in your email hierarchy that you want to communicate, lead with the biggest selling point in your subject line and your preheader text as a support act. For example, if you are promoting a sale or a competition, the subject line might be 40% off starts now because that is the most important message that you need to get across. And the preheader text might be plus your chance to win big. The next tip is to A-B test. So this kind of follows on from the previous tip and it means that we're going to choose two different subject lines and send them to different customer segments and you can test to see which one works best. So if you want to explore a more creative or a less direct approach to subject line copy, this is a really great way to see what generates the better CTA for your brand. So often if I'm writing an email for a client, I will do one that's really clear and direct, and then I will do one that is still sharing the same information, but the subject line might be a little bit more creative. This also works well, again, if you have two separate messages that you want to convey, you can really send them out to different audiences and see what works best for your brand. The next tip is to ask yourself, would I find this annoying? We all find emails annoying and sometimes we forget that because we think everybody wants to read our email and everyone is really invested in our brand. So you really need to take a step back and look at what you're writing and ask yourself if you would find this interesting. And the last tip is to make sure your email feels genuine. You need to make interacting with the brand feel like a really enjoyable experience and not a meaningless exchange. It's not just about a transaction or telling them about a sale. You really want them to buy into your brand and feel like they're part of a community. So they are the top tips for the main subject line. 
And although it's not exactly the start of the show, the pre-header text is still really, really important. So when we're looking at the pre-header text, a few things to keep in mind here is that it should continue on your subject line's key message unless you've got a couple of different messages that you're sharing like we did earlier. You also need to keep it as short as humanly possible. You can use your pre-header text to do a couple of different things. You can expand on the information that was cut off from your subject line or kind of follow it along with a little bit more of a creative message or you can include a secondary message if it's necessary for your email. Try to be a little bit more fun here so you can serve a teeny bit more fluff than you can in your subject line and that's where your tone of voice can really come into play. So you can see this in action. We're going to look at a couple of the most common automated emails in an e-com brand and we're going to apply all of these tips. So to do this, I'm actually going to use two custom brands that I have created for Bossy Copy College and they are Good Times and Bad Cookie. So Bad Cookie, I'll be sharing a lot more about in an upcoming episode. It deserves its own episode. But for now, I'll just introduce them to you quickly. In a nutshell, I have created these two custom brands for Bossy Copy College to kind of show the different paths that I take when I am creating a unique tone of voice. So we have Good Times, which is a really consistent, strong voice, but still very natural. And then we have Bad Cookie, which is a really out there fictional character. So going through their subject lines for all of the automated emails, you'll be able to see how I apply these tips, but also how we make sure they're very different to match up with their individual tones of voice. So the first one is the welcome email. So for good times, because it is a strong and consistent voice, but it's still very bold for the subject line, I have got your ticket to the good times gang. And then for the pre-headed text, I've got what we stand for. So that kind of implies that it is a welcome email and they're being welcomed into the community. But it also shows with the pre-headed text that the email is probably going to go into their philosophy. Whereas for Bad Cookie, I've decided to share a special offer for anyone that's joined the mailing list. So for the subject line, because this brand is super inappropriate and it comes from the voice of an actual cookie... (laughs) The subject is 15% off to pop your cherry and the pre-header is let's go on a speed date. So because 15% off is obviously the highest priority message that I want to share and I want people to actually use the offer, I've put that in the subject line but still made sure it's aligned with the fun tone of voice and then the pre-header implies that the email is probably going to go into a little bit more about the bad cookie brand. Next up is your post-purchase email. So this is what will be sent when we have a shipped or a confirmation email. So let's start with the Good Times confirmation email. For the subject line, I have order received loud and clear. And for the pre-header, I have good taste, good conscience. So like I said, this brand is very bold, but it's also not so out there that it needs a creative character. And so that's why I've chosen order received loud and clear because I really want to convey that boldness, which kind of borderlines on aggression. (laughs) And then for the pre-header, I've really just summed up good taste, good conscience. It's expanding on the fact that they've made an amazing decision. They've made a purchase, which means they've got good taste. And because it is a sustainable fashion brand, it means that they're going to have a good conscience as well. 
And for the good times shipped email, I've got the subject line as good times are on their way and the preheaded text is your order has been shipped. So the subject line, it obviously kind of uses some of that tone of voice, but it is very clear and very direct because when somebody purchases something, they really just want to know when their order has shipped. For the bad cookie confirmation email, on the other hand, I have chosen to use a cookie emoji for the subject line and I have said order number is in the oven. And then for the preheader, I've got bad cookies coming soon. So again, I'm being really, really clear and direct that their order is confirmed, but I'm still making sure it aligns with the fun tone of voice. And then for the preheader, bad cookies coming soon, I'm just expanding on the fact that their order is confirmed. And then for the bad cookie shipped email, I've got the subject line as I'm on my way over and the preheader is you up. <laughs> yes, this cookie makes booty calls. Okay, now we are moving on to the abandoned cart email. So for good times, I really wanted to tap into the pain points and create a sense of urgency. So for the subject line, I have there's rare vintage in your cart and the preheader is better be quick. So if somebody's left something in their cart, obviously you wanna create a bit of a sense of urgency, but because this is a vintage store, these items probably aren't going to stick around very long and they're one-off items as well. So we really want to play on that to convince someone to come back and finish their order. Meanwhile, for the bad cookie abandoned cart email, I'm giving another offer. So the subject line is 10% off cookies in your cart and the preheader is can I tempt you? So I'm really putting that important message right in the front of the subject line to try and persuade people to come back and finish their order. But then I'm adding a little bit more fun and tone of voice through the preheader with the words, can I tempt you? And lastly is the win back email. So this is for customers who may have purchased in the past, but they haven't made an order in quite a while. So for good times win back email, I've got subject line as we've both been busy dot, dot, dot. And the preheader is dot, dot, dot saving the world. So like we mentioned in Anna's tips, you can really use that preheader to finish off any copy that was cut off from the subject line. Meanwhile, for bad cookies win back email, I'm giving them another discount. So the subject line is 15% off, make me yours. And the preheader is let's get back together. So you can see there's this really inappropriate sexual innuendo theme of dating and love that I've really tried to weave through everything while making it really clear. So the emails that I have written for Good Times and Bad Cookie are really fun. Obviously, there is an entire term on how to write email flows. So you can make sure that they're easy to write, very engaging and still super effective at the same time. So as you can see, whether we're talking about automated emails or weekly EDMs, your subject line is definitely not a throwaway line that you quickly add on at the end. For me, I usually do come back to it once I've written the entire email, only because sometimes I find that I think of something that suits the subject line much more as I'm writing the body copy. That said, I still invest a lot of time playing around and finessing it and making sure it's meeting all of those tips. Because if I don't get the subject line bang on, there is really no point in sending the email at all. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Bossy Type. If you haven't already, tap the subscribe button for new episodes every Tuesday and Friday. And if you got something out of this episode, I'd love it if you could rate, review, share on Instagram, text your friends, tell the whole world, all the things. In the meantime, come hang out with me on Instagram at bossy.copywriting or at Elise Elise, spelt A-L-Y-C-E. Bye.